everybody and welcome back to Bojack Horse Pod Presents Tuka and Bird Pod. Today we are talking about Season 1, Episode 5 of Tuka and Birdie, Plumage. I'm your host, Kirsten McInnes, joined as always by the lovely Lindsay Wilson. Lindsay, how are you? Kirsten, doing great. I'm very excited to be talking to you. We never talk on a Saturday. I feel like we got those Saturday vibes, you know? Ooh, Saturday is spicy. <laughs> yeah, right? I'm in my sweatpants with no waistband situation. I noticed when you got up earlier that you are a small shirt, big pant kind of gal, whereas I am a big shirt, small pant gal. (laughs) Crazy. It takes all kinds. It takes all kinds. That's why there's such chemistry between us. So stupid. I also feel, I feel like we've got our 2021 energy on because we had a lengthy pre-pod therapy session. (laughs) We love it. We love to see it. Last time I recorded the Futurama podcast earlier this week and I was 10 minutes off of therapy when I did that one. And I was like, this has big BoJack horse pod vibes when I used to come on right after therapy. Did it make you, like, did it make it better? Because I'm just assuming this podcast is better than your Futurama <laughs> podcast. <laughs> I don't think it made it any better because we don't ever talk about trauma. Alex seems very secure huh. and stable. So That's so weird. <laughs> It have to really drag you, it out of him, I think. How do you work with someone who you can't relate to at all because they won't talk to you about their trauma? Yeah, I know, right? I mean, it's the same as dating Cam. <laughs> well, this is... So I was talking with one of our mutual friends who got married recently, mm-hmm. and they're a very private person. I truly did not know she had a boyfriend, which she's had for four years. Like, this was not news. I just Uh didn't know. And then she said something to me, and I was was like, I don't even know you at all. I've been oversharing to you for years, and I didn't even know you had a boyfriend. Incredible. Everyone else knew. I I just didn't know. Wow. Wow. I know. I felt like a really shitty friend when I saw she got (laughs) married, and I was like, wait, what? A little heads up, my God. It's like, oh my God. I was like, do you have a registry? What can I send? Please. Like, I've been married for six years. Yeah, imagine. Literally imagine. She's like, this is an anniversary photo from several years ago. She's like, I've been, I've been married for 15 years. Oh, God. Yeah, yeah so fine. I don't even know what it's like to not overshare with people. Yeah, we share uh, with and it everything. Turns out <laughs> I need nothing back. I will just overshare and you don't have to share with me. It's fine. <laughs> oh, God, I tell you everything. <laughs> well, yeah, that's why this works because mm-hmm. it's reciprocal and that's we right. can really be like, listen, I need to get down to the nitty gritty about mm-hmm. why I've been in a depression nap all day. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it just works. It's just, there's something about it. It just works. <laughs> Whether you're a big pants person or a small pants person, just works. Listen, I've been known to be a, a big pants person at times. Yeah, good. Got these sweet, sweet root pants. Oh, man. I want to get just like a big, like a matching sweater, mm. sweatpants vibe. Yep. Love to see it. I want to get a matching one for Josh. Mm-hmm. Yes. Adorable. <laughs> so we can go out of the house <laughs> wearing matching. I was like, but either that or get us Adidas track suits at Christmas. <laughs> yes. Either way, just be matching. Yeah, I think it works. <laughs> Everyone always compliments us when we wear our matching bucket hats. Yes, perfect. Always be matching. So, ABM. I say it all the time. <laughs> always be matching. 
How are you? How's life? What's I'm, what's new? How's your PhD? Fine. School's bad. It's not easy, is it? Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. I had this realization the other day. I was like, one of the many ways in which I know that I'm old is that I was like, oh, it's like already October. December 1st is going to be here in like five minutes. So uh, I think time passing quickly is just a thing that old people talk about a lot. So that's me now. My sister the other day said, it's almost October and I haven't done, I, I'm not even ready for Christmas. And I was like, yeah, you have Big time. Same. She's, like, <laughs> she's normally done Christmas shopping by September. Like she is very behind schedule. <laughs> she uh. had, she got interviewed by the news last year coming out of a shop and they were asking like, trying to get people's feedback in like early December about how supply chain issues were in like affecting people's Christmas shopping. And they're like, oh, hey, can we talk to you for a second? She's like, yeah, of course. She walks out and they're like, so have the supply chain issues affected your Christmas shopping at all? She's like, no. They're like, oh, like, how's Christmas shopping going for you? She's like, I've been done since August. It's like, perhaps the rest of you should have planned ahead. (laughs) They did not use her footage on the news. She was like, I may be on the news. And then she told me about the conversation. And I was like, no, you (laughs) Yeah, you're not exactly the target demo they're looking for. <laughs> yeah, not, not good. Oh, incredible. Not time. It just passes. <laughs> well, and I was really excited because I thought I was going to be in Vancouver, like, overnight on Halloween mm-hmm. for an in-person thing on the 1st. And then now the date is confirmed. It's still November 1st. But the other Victoria people are like, we're going to take the 7 a.m. ferry over and then the 7 p.m. ferry home on the 1st. Yeah. Would you like to carpool with us? And I was like... Now I have to say yes, yeah. and I can't go to Vancouver on the 31st, so I'm annoyed about yeah. that, but I will still be coming over. Don't worry. Don't Good. even worry. Good. Your pretty little brain. <laughs> My pretty little head. I will Good. be coming over. I just don't know when. <laughs> I'm sure we'll figure it out. We'll be in touch. I really want to go to Ikea. Oh, yeah? What do you want to get? A dresser. <laughs> I don't know why I was like, I thought you were about to just end at dress, and I was like, they don't sell those. <laughs> they don't sell those. Like Ikea, is that what you meant? <laughs> it's fine. I'll survive. Anyways, yeah. <laughs> should, should we tell the people what time it is? Yes. Brian Scally should ask. Scally, take it away. What time is it? <laughs> Thank you, Scally. <laughs> so it is Saturday, October 1st, 2022. 7.15 p.m. in Pacific time zone where we are. 10.15 p.m. in New York where the aforementioned Scally is. 3.15 a.m. on Sunday, October 2nd in London. And, oh, it just switched over to the minute. It's 10.16 a.m. in Hong Kong on Sunday, October 2nd. We love a live to the minute update. Oh, I was trying to speed through slate all the at the 15, <laughs> but the second changed. Like, I have to be honest with yeah. you all. Journalistic integrity. We have oodles of journalistic integrity. So much. Should we talk about some holidays? Yes, please. So this episode, please tell me if I'm wrong. This is coming out October 4th, correct? That's right. That's right. Okay, so first of all, religious holiday. It is Blessing of the Animals at the Cathedral Day, also known as the Feast of St. Francis of Assisi. Oh, okay. Sounds Catholic. I'm pretty sure he was like, yeah, it is a Catholic. The Catholic school in Petawawa was called St. Francis of Assisi. Yes, I... Definitely, that name is meaningful in that I have heard it before, but I think, yeah, in the context of a school or something. Let me see. What did he do? 
Giovanni de Pietro de Bernadon, better known <laughs> as St. Francis of Assisi, mm-hmm. a mystic Italian Catholic friar, founder of the Franciscans. Okay. He's one of the most venerated figures in Christianity. He arranged for the first live nativity scene. Okay. He became associated with patronage of animals. And so that's why it's an animal blessing day. Right. At the cathedral. Oh, my God. In 12... Uh, he, I think he's a bad guy. <laughs> um, in 1219, he went to Egypt to attempt to convert the Sultan Al-Kamil and put an end to the conflict of the Fifth Crusade. Wow. Sounds like he went to battle in a crusade. In the Crusades. Bad. Yeah. Not good. It's also cinnamon roll day. Oh, yeah. Okay. I can partake in that. I love a cinnamon I roll. I am much more willing to partake in that. Yeah. Love a cinnamon roll. Absolutely love a cinnamon roll. I realized my sister has never had a Cinnabon the other day. Whoa. And I was like, never? That's surprising. You know what? I'm like, they're fine. They're not my favorite. They're pretty good. I was like, honestly, like, they're not that different from, um, oh, shoot. What's the bakery I'm trying to think of? Cobb's Bread. Ah, yes. Mm Mm-hmm. Yes. I was like, the, the, like the Cubs red ones you've had, they're they're equivalent. Like your yeah. your life is fine. Yeah, they're fine. Yeah, honestly, probably even better, possibly at Cubs bread. But um, yeah, probably. I got into a cinnamon roll making phase during COVID. Ooh. That was a pretty good time of my life. And yet, you've never sent me a cinnamon roll. I'll make you one at some point next time you visit. I'll make cinnamon rolls. I don't even believe you. <laughs> I'll definitely forget. <laughs> yeah. I was- Listen, I know it's not going to happen. It is E-Day, which is a New Zealand initiative to collect e-waste and raise awareness about the potential dangers associated with electronic waste. Okay. So So it's like for recycling old TVs and stuff. All right. Important. If you have an old TV or something, take it to the right facility. Don't just put it on the side of the road. Yeah. Do something proper with it, whatever that may be in your jurisdiction. It is improve your office day okay i won't be partaking because i do nothing to improve my home space because i hate myself (laughs) (laughs) it was observed the other day so i always make i always say that i like to be the type of person where i could just like leave at a moment's notice and no one would know i ever worked there so my desk is always like empty of any personal effects and always very tidy and people have started commenting on it (laughs) so everyone seems to be like making their spaces more personalized with plants and photos and stuff and mine's just like a a wasteland i think that you need to get a plant and print out a couple of pictures of like you and cam because <laughs> here's the thing you could still leave it a moment's notice you just boop 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 boop, boop take him down you put him in a banker's box you're gone yeah fair yeah i recently brought out my what is my current mood little thing from chapters that i used to have in my first ever office mm-hmm. and it's been a hit. <laughs> People a love hit. flipping through and looking at the emotions. I'm going to put my emotion to cantankerous on Tuesday nice. when I go back to work. I like that. <laughs> See if I, I like leaving it on rushed mm. so that people yeah. don't bother me. Right. I'm feeling very rushed. Get out of here. Yeah, that's good. Clever. That's good. Mm-hmm. It is International Toot Your Flute Day. <laughs> like, literally. <laughs> Someone tell Lizzo. Yeah, true. Man, Cam had to inform me about that. I hadn't heard anything. <laughs> Jesus Christ, Lindsay. He's like, you know about Lizzo and the flute? I was like, no, why are they mad at her? I assume they're mad at her for being a black woman. You know. I saw a tweet that was like, next Lizzo should rule a joint with the Declaration of Independence. 
Uh, a star. It <laughs> made me laugh. I love Lizzo. Yes, um, me too. I was talking to someone recently, and they made a comment about how they, like, used to wear crop tops, but they can't anymore. And I was like, oh, no, you can still wear crop tops. It's a right, not a privilege. Yeah. And she was like, I do love Lizzo, that she wears whatever she wants. And I was like, like okay. There's a weird connection that's been made here. Like, okay, if this inspires you to wear whatever the hell you want, I guess. You know what? If that's what you need, then we can put it on Lizzo. Oh, my God. That's hilarious. Um, uh. It is National Fruit at Work Day. So bring okay. some fruit to work today. All right. Fine. I don't normally. I guess I could. You could bring, like, an orange maybe or an apple. An apple, yeah. Apple's easy. Um, it's National Golf Day. I feel like it's late in the year for golf. It's a little late in the year. Well, not in BC. Here, you can play golf year-round. <laughs> it's always the wrong time for golf, as far as I'm concerned. They do say golf is a good walk spoiled. That's what I say all the time. Oh my god, you are old. <laughs> Man, I said it to Cam's grandfather once, and boy, did he laugh a lot. And I was like, oh, I'm in. <laughs> you did not make that up. No, I know. Yeah, I just really like Wait, did he it. think you did or was he just no, like I, impressed that you said it? I think he was impressed that I said it. Okay, and that well, I you didn't know try to fit what, in. <laughs> whatever it takes to get in with a grandpa. Did I tell you the story about my boyfriend's grandpa? Go on. We went for like a big family dinner a couple weeks ago and his grandpa leans over to talk to him and like definitely did not mean for the whole table to hear it and he just goes I like Kirsten. She's a nice girl and everyone heard it. I'm like He's not wrong. Like he's, guilty. He's right. <laughs> <laughs> it was very cute. Adorable. <laughs> very adorable. It is, speaking of grandpas, it mm-hmm. is National Ships in Bottles Day. Oh, wow. Speaking of grandpas, indeed. Yeah, I think that's something only grandpas do. Yeah, and I think you only become able to do it once you become a grandpa. I agree completely. I think that there's a, there's just a moment where the flip switches and you're like, mm-hmm. I can now make a ship in a bottle. I know exactly how this is all going to come together now. Exactly. It's National Taco Day. Okay. Love tacos. It is a Tuesday. Would be willing to partake on Taco Tuesday on October 4th. Mm-hmm. I'm always willing to partake also. It's also National Vodka Day, which like... I'm not, like, raring to partake, but, like, I could. I could have a vodka soda today. Yeah, we could partake. (laughs) It is a Tuesday. School night, you know. Maybe you can have one. Yeah. I won't. I'll think about it. (laughs) But, like, it's it's an option on the table. It is 10-4 day, which is, it salutes radio operators. Oh, okay. There you go. I don't think that they need it, because I think a lot of radio operators are police, so. Oh, yeah. Okay. It's also World Animal Day, which I guess makes sense with the St. Francis of, of Assisi Cathedral Day. Yeah, yeah, it all comes together. It's all <laughs> making sense, and that's all the holidays for today. Incredible! Good I felt like up. there were some delightful holidays there. I think so. Yeah, got the vodka, the cinnamon buns, the animals, tacos. tacos. It's a good big day. It's a good day. Big day. Yeah. You're right. It is big a day. big day. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. Should we talk about two converting? Let's do it. Yeah. I mean, we hit 17 minutes this time. We did it. We did it. Incredible. Don't worry. We'll still end under 45. <laughs> Honestly, it's been a bit of a treat to edit the shorter episodes. There's less, less trauma to unpack in the two converting episodes. Usually. Well, <laughs> normally, yes. Um, What did you think of this episode? Plumage. Yes. Okay. So lots to unpack in this episode. <laughs> I think... Let me, if I can just like 
cut to the end without giving too much away. The ending I found interesting, and I'm interested in talking that through with you, where it certainly didn't go the way I expected it to. I think it was like a really good episode for showcasing like, yeah, just being in the world and being not a man is often exhausting and having people just like observing you all the time and being like, oh, just let me live. I think all of that was really well done. I can't even remember what to get. Oh, she talks to their aunt. That was all incredible stuff. Two very drastically different storylines happening here that are like, oh, okay, actually, this is going to be a show about damage as well. There's damage for women, too. (laughs) Also, big week for voices that we know in this episode. Mm -hmm. Go on. Maybe. Well, Georgia Hartstark and Karen Kilgariff were in this episode at the Women Taking Up Space, as well as Betsy Sidero. Oh, I don't... Who's Betsy Sidero? I know her from podcasts. She's a very distinct voice, and I actually didn't recognize her right away. She's the one who's like, eat ass! Like... Uh, Yes, the goose or whatever. The goose. But at the very end, when she's like, I just think, like... Eat ass is like is shorter and better. Right. I was like, oh my god, it's Betsy. <laughs> like, I know like her. I hear her now. Yeah, she has a podcast about like super people's like supernatural experiences with ghosts and stuff. Nice. Is it creepy? I actually only listened to one episode because it was not for me. Yeah, doesn't sound like it would be for me so much either. But you know, it, it, it's she's she's funny and talented. I don't want anyone to think she's not. Yeah. I just personally didn't think it was like the best podcast in the world yeah that's because that's our podcast that's our exactly (laughs) exactly how could it be the best podcast in the world if it doesn't have both of us on it you're right exactly the title is taken (laughs) sorry sorry about it (laughs) i mean i think if you asked Raphael Bob Waksberg to make a list of his favorite podcasts. There's a good chance we would be on it did you see his list for the rolling stone of favorite tv shows no oh my god Lindsay. okay it is so funny we did get sent it on twitter and i guess i i should have sent it to you but i didn't send it to you because i'm a bad person let me find the list quick because it's very fun we won't go through the whole thing we don't have time Um, are we on it no 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 but it's a it's so a bunch of people were asked to give their top 50 tv shows of Mm -hmm. all time okay now here's rb dub's ballot number one Bojack Horseman slash Tuca and Birdie slash Undone. Tie. Then there's like a bunch of shows. Then it's like number five, The Simpsons. Good seasons only. Number eight. I was going to put The Sopranos here, but I feel like they don't need my help. So let's say Better Off Ted. Um, <laughs> Man, remember Better Off num- Ted? <laughs> no. <laughs> number 10. Community and Parks and Recreation and The Office and 30 Rock all on the same night. <laughs> there's what else? The, the whole thing is, is orange. The Leftovers after they change the opening credits. The last 10 minutes of Six Feet Under. Okay. King of the Hill or Futurama. I couldn't decide. You pick one. Futurama. But I pick King of the Hill. So (laughs) now we need a tiebreaker. Oh, no. Um, Then it's like SNL when you were in high school. Number 11. I love Lucy. The week Lucy got pregnant and got accused of being a communist and she found out Desi was cheating on her. Oh, my God. Big week for Lucy. Yeah. Then like number 30. Girls, comma, golden. 31. Girls, in brackets, not golden. Not golden. Um, oh, man. This is good. The whole list is, it's a treasure trove. But anyways, I think we could be on his list because we talk about a show that he made. So. Yeah, I think so. 
it could work right. out. Anyways, I'm going to send you the ballot to look at because I think that you will very much enjoy it. Please do. It's a treasure trove. And then I think he also did an interview for Rolling Stone talking about his ballot. So nice. great job getting press for all your shows, RBW. We yeah. appreciate and respect you. Mm-hmm. I like Christ. I say I say that as if we know he's still listening. You know, like I'm like, oh yeah, he's listening. Okay, he's probably not. He's probably not still listening. I mean, he could be, but I like Maybe. to imagine that people like springboard from this podcast to Rolling Stone. So I love to think about it. I mean, maybe yeah. Elisa Hanawalt is is listening now. Yeah, maybe. Maybe he was like, That'd you should nice. check out this podcast. Yeah, hey Lisa. hey, Lisa. What's up? Hey, Lisa, hey. I'm gonna before just assuming that she does. Incredible. <laughs> Weird. I'm so mentally ill. I'm sorry. Okay, so this episode, the synopsis is: Birdie is starting her apprenticeship at the bakery, but first, it's self care Saturday. Tuka and Speckle visits Tuka's aunt in the Beekshires. Mm-hmm. What did you think of the episode? I guess we didn't get your high level overview. Oh wow! And what a loss that is. So okay, <laughs> I started watching this episode like over a week ago. Yes. And then just like, I, I didn't get into it. I don't know why. I just wasn't in the headspace. And mm-hmm. then today when I watched the episode, it brought me a lot of joy and a lot of laughs and also mm-hmm. a lot of bad feelings. Yep. Sometimes when you're having a bad day mentally, it's nice to see other people having a bad day <laughs> mentally. Honestly, fair enough. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, Anyways. Okay. Yeah. I guess we should probably break it up, but we should do the start and then break it up into the two plots. Yeah, I think so. Okay. So, the episode begins. Birdie is baking scones, and they look freaking delicious. They look so good. I also specifically have them shouted out in my notes. I'm like, these look incredible. I love seeing Birdie's baking. And honestly, I really, I don't even, scones are like fine, to be honest. Like, they're good, yeah. but yeah. they're these fine. These look great. <laughs> but it made me want biscuits. Mm, yes. They did remind me of that, of those really good, like, little tea biscuits that they rise up like that. Mm. And I feel like a biscuit and a scone are probably actually not that different if you really break them down to their chemical components. Yeah, I think that's right. But I I now want biscuits. I honestly might go buy a roll of the Pillsbury biscuits and just make some this this, this evening. Those are very good. Yeah. I mean, they're not the best, but... I mean, they as far work, as a, and you put you put a little jam on that. Mm-hmm. Nom 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 nom. <laughs> as far as like having a biscuit within like you know ten minutes, they're pretty good. <laughs> well, yeah, you're right. If you need a biscuit in a hurry, mm-hmm. it's gotta be Pillsbury <laughs> roll of biscuit. Yes. Tuka literally bursts in the door. She's got like a full floaty on and everything, and she's like, "Let's go. We're going to my aunt Tallulah's house for her birthday." Yes. Which is apparently their annual routine. Yes, I will say as someone who got very into baking stuff and never got obviously anywhere near as good as Birdie, but it would be nice to have a neighbor around who's constantly just like, yes, I would like to eat a bunch of your baked goods because it felt like it was just there were always things lying around that two people couldn't eat, you know? Nice to have Tuka there to clean things up. Yes. Also, I you I live just across the water. You could just send me baked goods in the mail. <laughs> just like overnight them to you. Exactly. And you should. You should career me baked goods. <laughs> right to your office. Improve your office day. <laughs> Beautiful. You should bring them to your office. Yeah, that's a good idea, actually. So normally they go together to Aunt Tallulah's house for her birthday. And Birdie says, I'm really sorry. I can't go this day. I'm completely booked. And she's going to exercise. She's going to go to the women taking up space meeting. And she's going to start her apprenticeship. And she picked out a romper to wear later. Yes, she's going to learn a new TikTok dance and, somewhere in there as well. Yes. 
And so, okay, when I was hearing Birdie say this, I was like, wow, most of those things, it seems like kind of mean to do all those things instead of go with your friend to support her <laughs> at this event that is like obviously going to be difficult. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, I think. I think that's really fair, actually. It's like, couldn't you maybe learn the TikTok dance another day? Like the apprenticeship, sure. Like you already have. Yeah, that but plan, it's like, but oh, like, you could be home early. for you could be home for the apprenticeship. Like that should yeah. be fine. But all the other things, they really felt like things that could wait. And I also, to me, Sunday is more about self care than mm-hmm. Saturday is. So like that also didn't resonate with me. But and she but she even still is like oh my god though are you going to be okay this is your first time going since you've been sober like still very mm-hmm. concerned about tuka and then mm-hmm. and tuka's literally like i am so proud of you you are taking a day for yourself so like their friendship is fine <laughs> nobody's crossed any boundaries but i was like oh my god if i was expecting to go to like a traumatic family thing and my friend was like sorry i've got to go for a jog i'd be like <laughs> are you fucking kidding me like <laughs> mm-hmm yeah no, I think that's very fair I think it's a good point especially like th- there's almost something to be said for the fact that she knows what a big deal it is and is still saying this that makes mm. it somehow somehow worse yeah where it's like if you could plead ignorance about it but here she's being like oh my god it's your first time going since you got sober so it's like oh you do know you do know that this means a lot you also I assume know when Tallulah's birthday is so even yeah. if Tuka's not planning in advance you could have made that plan seems like a which I know is anyway. not right like I feel like it's not the best to be like you need to anticipate your friends needs without them communicating it to you but I think that it's just because that's what I would be doing (laughs) that I'm like Bertie how dare you their type of relationship seems like probably in previous years Bertie would have been like oh and just a reminder your aunt's birthday is this weekend (laughs) yeah yeah Hmm. you're right weird that Toka even remembers but speckle over here is that Toka is going to the Beekshires and he is like I want to go because apparently this neighborhood is like an architecture's per archi- an architect's wet dream. Yes, yes. Words are really hard. <laughs> it's okay. Yeah, no, it's uh, it's very good. Where Speckles like, yes, definitely, let's go. Can we hang out? And then they're like, a Tuca and Speckle day. What would that even be, be like? <laughs> like and I he's can't like, we'll it. get matching slacks. Yeah. <laughs> It'll be so Single. fun. Like Tuca and Speckle day. <laughs> I was watching the start of this episode with Josh, and he was like, what are slacks? And I was like, like, like nice <laughs> pants. Like, And he was like, sounds like nerd shit. He's I right. Like, <laughs> I was like, like, like most of the pants that you wear, I would say are slacks. <laughs> Sensible slacks. I was like, like a chino? Mm-hmm. Slack? And he was like, that's nerd shit. Incredible. <laughs> it was great. But... Once Tuka hears that Speckle will drive, Tuka's like, hell yeah, I don't have to wait on the bus. This is going to be great. Yes, very good. And they try to find a podcast to listen to. I thought it was really funny him putting on one that's like, he's like, I know you'll love this one. It's like a true crime podcast where they go, yeah, a guy murders his girlfriend and then marries her sister sister. and they live over the body until the body is discovered and Tuka's like what 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 Uh it's like well we've already covered that in parts one through four in this part we thought we would take a look at how the appellate court system works exactly yes like never mind let's just talk (laughs) yes very good says that Tess Speckle is like the boring dad she never had (laughs) adorable yeah Speckle does seem like a boring dad 
He does. He really Maybe does. that's why I don't like him because he has like father <laughs> energy. That's possible. It's very fraught. <laughs> yeah, it could be a thing. So they start talking about her aunt Tallulah and the house, and Spuckle's like, "What did she like marry a tycoon to get all this money?" Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's like she married some tycoons and bigwigs and a fat cat and a mover and a shaker. But Three she also movers made her and a shaker. Yeah, she also made her own money in the plumage industry. Yeah. But it was that was after. Yes, she made her own fortune. Yeah. I mean, bad look on Speckle that he immediately assumes that Tuka's aunt married rich. Yeah, that she couldn't have been self-made. Yeah, That's I agree. That's misogyny, sir. Mm-hmm. Yes, don't like that. I didn't like it. Anyways, so they arrive. And we find out that Talil has a butler that is a dog and also, like, 12 <laughs> pet dogs. So, listen, we are living in a world where there is human dogs and there are pet dogs. And that is something we need to reckon with. Yes, and this human dog, Bernard, seems to just speak in woofs all the time, which is also That's interesting. That's name also. Bernard? Yeah. Yeah, didn't know. Bernie Mac. Bernie Mac, true. Literally. <laughs> <laughs> Look at that. <laughs> yeah, so Tula's like really mean to mm-hmm. Tuka about like yeah. the size of her body and her beak and all of this. And it starts right from the jump. Yeah, clearly this is a dynamic that they have had for some time. And it's just constant observations and comments about her body, which obviously we on this podcast is about. Don't talk about someone's body. Just stop it. Like at all. Just, <laughs> yep, just don't. Just don't. Don't even so easy to say nothing. Body. Yeah, stuff it. So yeah, this is mean. All mean stuff. Yeah, we didn't like it. And there's also just drinks flowing. And mm-hmm. Too Good is not going to tell her aunt that she's sober because she doesn't want to like make it a big thing and ruin the birthday. So she's just going to pretend she's drinking all day. Yeah. And I feel like one of the things that isn't really touched on so much is how hard this would be. I think... It sort of played as like, yeah, Tuka's just chucking the drinks in the plant or on the dog or giving them to Speckle. And I feel like not much is, and she's just like, yeah, I'm fine with this part. Everything else is hard, but she's not conveying a lot about how hard this would be, but it would be so hard. Like you're being tempted all Well, day. yeah, I think that's that's the thing too. Like, especially when you're being so insulted. Like, exactly. You, it would make you kind of want the armor, but it's also hard because we haven't actually explored tuka before she was sober at all so we like we don't even know like is she an alcoholic does she just have a problem like is she just like have more of like an alcohol problem which is different Mm -hmm. or did she just like decide she didn't like the choices she made when she was drunk and she like got sober right so it's like there's so many different options for what that means but I think regardless of which one, it would still be really hard to not be drinking when someone's being, like, so mean to you. Totally. Yeah. And she, yeah, it's like Bertie kind of set up where this is going to be a hard day for you. It's the first time since you got sober. And then this person's just being awful. It's like, oh, and also you have to keep up your willpower. Yeah, not good. Not good. But she has fun with Speckle. Speckle, like, loves the house and instantly finds a secret passageway. And so <laughs> they, like, ex- are exploring through the walls. And he is drinking all of Tuka's drinks as well. Yes. Yes. He's getting very drunk. I did note that the special drink that they have that day is passion fruit, nectar, champagne, and a splash of ginger beer. And they call it tummy trouble. I mean, it sounds delicious. It sounds so good. <laughs> this would be awesome. <laughs> I don't love ginger beer. I like a ginger beer. I find it to be it's a little spicy, spicy. It is a little spicy. I do like it in stuff, though. You can kind of 
cut it down. Yeah, you have to have it in something, like in a cocktail. Yeah, yeah. So they pop out of the secret passage, like, into Tallulah's room, and she's like, wow, you're underdressed and your drinks are empty. Bernard, keep the drinks coming and, like, let's get you dressed. Mm Mm-hmm. Yes. She puts Tuca in this dress. Tuca ends up being like, you're all about that bosom, auntie. Which <laughs> is a funny line. And then well, her her auntie's like, oh, pull that down. Like, show off what you've got. And, mm-hmm. and Tuca's like, I like to show off other assets. And yes. so it was like, mm, no. <laughs> yeah. And then Speckles in this see-through robe, which he is very into. Honestly, he is living his best life. I've never yeah. liked Speckle more than when he was really yes. drunk wearing like a see-through robe. Yes, he loves it here. He loves the architecture. He loves the robe. He loves the booze. Yeah, living his best life. Then we get, a, and like, then we get like a, a scene of like her drink just continually getting filled and then how she's mm-hmm. getting rid of them, like pouring it into plants, pouring it into the piano, like just trying to get rid of everything. Mm-hmm. Yes. Speckle's taking on a good amount of them getting very, very drunk. Yeah, Speckle is oh, blackout drunk at this point. <laughs> Definitely. And then we get a scene of them all in the pool. And Tuka is sitting in the pool looking at a photo album, which, I mean, not the place I would look at a photo album, but you do you. You even saying that stresses me out. (laughs) Like, photo album in a pool. Like, like, for what reason, you know? Maybe it's fully laminated. Yeah, maybe. It still seems risky. I don't know. It does seem risky. But she's looking at pictures from her growing up with her mom, and she has a bunch of siblings, and she starts talking about how great her mom was and how, like, her family fell apart after her mom was dead. Speckle's, mm-hmm. like, so drunk, like, oh, I'm so sorry. Mm-hmm. Like, you could tell he's not even, like, really knowing, like, what's going on. He's so drunk. <laughs> he just knows that he needs to be, like, oh, something bad is happening and I don't like that for you, but he doesn't have a ton of presence of mind. But, like, yeah. the animation on this I thought was really cute where they talk no, about her mom. when they pull the yarn. <laughs> oh, yeah, no. It almost took me out. I didn't like it. It's very sad. But they do say that the mom was very crafty. And so they do it with like popsicle sticks and yarn and stuff. I thought it was very cute and very well done. But yes. Yeah. And then they're like, and then it fell apart when my mom died. And then they pull on the yarn and it all went away. Yeah. And Tallulah's mean. Like she's like, oh, like the heat was never on. The lights weren't on. Like Mm -hmm. you had a horrible upbringing. Yeah. And Tuga does... Up until this point, for most of the episode, really, she's taking all of these insults in stride where she's being like, yeah, it's true. The heat often wasn't on, but we loved each other. And she's just like, yep, it's fine. Two things can be true. Yeah. And then Tula's like, well, at least like Tuka was smart enough to stick close to her aunt Tallulah because like everyone else is like screwed. Yeah. And the drunker she gets, the meaner she's getting. It's really awful. We don't like it. In the pool also, this is when Tuka's like, maybe switch to beer. Like, mm-hmm. stop having, like, cocktails. So we see them later after dinner. And Tula gives Tuka a check for rent, saying, like, here, let me give you what you came here for. Being, like, even meaner. Like, getting mm-hmm. even meaner. Yeah. She's being terrible. She's just like, oh, you got to keep the lights on. And goes on and on about how terrible she is. No, she's never going to make anything of herself. And she's just here to mooch for money. And Tuga's just like, I didn't ask for that. Like, I'm just yeah, here she's to, like, see you to see you for your birthday. I did not ask you for a check. And then yeah. she says, oh, you're just like your mother. Mm-hmm. And this or Tuga's like, listen, like, you could say whatever you want to me. But, yeah. like, don't you say another word about my mom. Like, she died young, but she put nothing but love and positivity into the world. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's bad. And I mean, even at this point, Speckle's like, he's super wasted, but he's like, it's too mean to cat. It's like, yes, yeah, like, this, this is too mean. This is too mean. And yeah. then she even goes further and is like, oh, no, your mom had no career. She had no man. Like, at least you have the sense to take my money. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we get a bit of a, an insight into Tuka here, too, where she says, you know, she admits that she hasn't been drinking all day because she's been sober for six months until it was like, oh, six months this time. Like, oh, look good for you or whatever like apparently she's well, tried before yeah so this is after she rips up the so she rips up the check yeah. and says i'm not taking your money anymore and mm-hmm. Tulula's like you are gonna regret that when you sober up and realize what you've done and she's like i've been sober this whole time i've been sober for six months yeah right and then she's like oh six months this time like yeah and so clearly she's tried this before and has had struggles with it in the past so interesting piece of tuka lore but also good for her for ripping up this check yeah but and then also sad yeah also sad because then like i mean Tallulah says this isn't gonna be cute when you get to be my age and you're all alone and then tuka leaves her all alone yeah and it's like yeah exactly you're all alone Tallulah. this isn't yeah. cute from you yeah. also Very when mean. tuka's old you'll be dead and you'll have left her everything i assume so mm-hmm. whatever we can only hope thankfully tuka's not drinking because she's able to drive speckle home because he is wasted and she's like <laughs> why did i do that like how am i gonna pay my rent like what Am I, like, will I ever get it together? Mm-hmm. Speckle is cute here. Nice. Yeah, he's really nice about it. He's like, come on, you got me and Birdie. We're your family. And he's still doing the, like, Tuka and Speckle day. <laughs> yeah, and she's like, where are your time. pants? And he's like, I'm never wearing pants again. <laughs> and then we yeah, get yeah. a little clip of the dog butler pulling on them with the puppies, like a little tug of war, and then they get ripped up. Yes, I think I agree with you that this is the best Speckle episode so far. <laughs> Listen, it turns out I love him when he's drunk. Yes. <laughs> yeah, very cute. Very weird, though. Like, I feel like I don't like I don't even know if I would go do a whole day alone with my brother-in-law without my sister. Like, it's just like such a weird dynamic. It is a bit of a weird dynamic. So I like that they're like, what would that even be? <laughs> I yeah, like, can't what, picture this. What would it be like? Mm-hmm. Yeah, weird to think about. Yes. Anyways, <laughs> while they have been off doing their thing, Birdie's been having her self-care Saturday. That's right. Yeah. And she's like trying to do the various dance moves in this exercise class, I think. Mm-hmm. And then she the... and she's exercising in a shirt with just underwear. I'm like, OK, Birdie, like, yeah, <laughs> wouldn't you. be me. But like, I see you. <laughs> yeah. And then a scary plumber guy comes in. Yeah, and he doesn't, like, he comes in with his key. Like, she doesn't even get a chance to let him in. She's there. He's there to check the leak. The landlord apparently sent him. And he's like, do you have a boyfriend? Are you all alone? You're such a small, like, helpless bird. Like, you know, you should put your boyfriend's work boots in the hallway to protect yourself. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and she's like, what is happening? He's like, what? I'm just making polite conversation. I've been told it's off-putting when I just silently stare. It's like, no, Sarah, this is extremely off-putting as well. It's actually, don't silently stare. How about silently do your fucking job and then Mm -hmm. go home? And also give appropriate notice. Well, I mean, I think that that's on the landlord, not, yeah, Yeah. not on the maintenance guy. But yeah, yeah, not cool. Yeah, so creepy that he has his own key that he just lets himself in and the la- and she frantically texts the landlord, like, did you ask a plumber to come? And the landlord just goes, yep. At least the landlord replied. Yeah, yeah, not good. I did really <sighs> laugh a lot when he's like, I found the leak and pulls like a giant leak out of the sink. No, I didn't even notice that. I was too horrified. I hate this man. Yeah, he's awful. So she's like, okay, well, I'm just going to go exercise. I'll leave. So she puts on her, her exercise clothes and she goes to go for a run in the park. Mm-hmm. But she gets, like, cat-called the whole way to the park and at the park. 
Yes, people are horrible. They're yelling at her a lot. Someone comes up to her at one point. She's just like, let me live. Yeah, sad. Really sad. Mm-hmm. When she gets home from her workout, she's like, oh, thank God the maintenance man's gone. But also, like, what if he comes back? What if he hid cameras in the pipes? Like, I don't mm-hmm. feel safe. And she's feeling so anxious and in her head that she, like, she won't even wear her romper anymore. She's like, oh, it's too much of a risk that I'll get, like, yelled at when mm-hmm. I go out in this. So let me wear my normal clothes. Yeah, she puts her romper through the shredder. <laughs> a shredded romper. That's sad. That was a cute romper. It was cute. I also liked earlier when Tuke was like, wow, and the confidence to wear an outfit you can't pee in. And Brady's like, I'll just pull it to the side. <laughs> yeah, she says it so certainly. Like, that's what I'll do. It'll be fine. I mean, it's true. <laughs> I feel like when I realized that you can just pull a romper to the side and you don't have to be naked in a public bathroom, my life got better. I learned that when I watched this episode. <laughs> I mean, I still actually have I actually have quite a few rompers and some where this would work yeah. and some where it's like, no, you, you got to just be naked. Mm-hmm. It's a risk of wearing one for sure. It's tough out there. It really it is. is. Mm-hmm. So then Bertie goes to the Wooters meeting Wooters. and she's very nervous. And also this meeting is weird. Yeah, this meeting's really weird. They're trying to teach them about how to manspread. So they're like, here's a potato. Put it in your pants so that you can take up appropriate space. Listen, there's only one place I'm putting a potato, and it is eating it. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) It's in the air fryer. (laughs) Side note, I had some air fried potatoes two nights ago, and they were great. Yum. Wait, you got an air fryer? When did you get an air fryer? No, I didn't. I was at my friend's house, and she has an air fryer, and they were amazing. Okay, I was like, wow, I can't believe you didn't share this massive life immediately. <laughs> improvement when, by getting an air fryer. Yeah, no, you would have been the first to know. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, yeah, thank you. I just was so alarmed. I was like, oh, my God. Lindsay's not even telling me when she gets a new kitchen appliance. Yeah, so much for telling each other everything. It's the thing, too, where, like, I'll talk to people and they'll be like, oh, but this is boring. I'm like, no, I want to know every mundane part of your life, like, I care, okay? <laughs> Just me over here sending you a selfie the other day being like, I got new foundation. How does it look? <laughs> and it looks great. I gave you a great, great. product recommendation and you are applying <laughs> it flawlessly. Perfection. <laughs> Perfection. Oh my God. Me last year sending you a selfie every day to be like, look at this pimple <laughs> as it develops. <laughs> Do you think there's something wrong? <laughs> yeah, like, should I go to a doctor? Like, is it okay? That came up in my Snapchat memories oh, from no. last year. And I was like, oh, that was really ugly what was going on there. It did look bad. It looked very sore. It did not feel good. No. <laughs> Anyways, so they all have to put a potato in their pants to try and manspread. She, like, accidentally puts it in her bra. And it's like, look, everyone, I have three boobs. Ha, 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 ha. And everybody laughs. But the facilitator yeah. is like grumpy i don't like the facilitator i don't like her yeah i don't either she's a lot and i wasn't really expecting birdie to be the class clown here but she's really trying she's trying to be funny making a lot of jokes and the facilitator is not into it well i think it's because she's so uncomfortable in the actual session that she's just looking for like some validation yes definitely they also make the facilitator makes everyone walk past her as she's dressed as a construction worker cat calling them to see how they respond Mm-hmm. I didn't like that. Yeah, it seems not great. I agree completely. Yeah, she ends up going on a tangent about jams and jellies because someone says, aren't <laughs> jams and jellies the same thing? And she's like, no, jam has chunks of fruit and is better than jelly. I did like, I think it's, is it a mouse who's like, 
the cat collar and she goes thank you and she's like okay we still need to work on how to respond to unwanted attacks but great confidence yes literally <laughs> oh man that mouse told him i was like thank you like haha i'm a people pleaser and i was like yes i see you so then at the end of the session everyone is going around with their personal mantras which mm-hmm. we get we get a lot We Mm -hmm. get a lot going on. And Birdie doesn't want to participate. She's drawing croissants. She is mentally at her apprenticeship already. Yes. Yes. But the facilitator's like, no, reach down deep inside. Like, say what you need to say. And Mm -hmm. Birdie says that she hates how it's a man's world and she's tired of feeling scared of people bigger than her. She wants to be treated like a person, not an object. No man will invade her space or she'll break their face. Mm-hmm. Yes, so good. I'm not your plaything. I loved it so much. And they're like, "Wow, do you feel it?" And she's like, "Yes, I do. So good." Then they all had a group hug at the end. Yes, get in on the moment, Joyce. So then she goes to her apprenticeship with Pastry Pete, and this whole scene made me so uncomfortable. Me too. Because like, yeah. she seems really stressed out the whole time, mm-hmm. and it doesn't seem in a good way. It seems no. like, oh, he is invading her space. He is like pushing her head in. Like, I don't like it. And, like, when she tries to say something, he's like, oh, what you had to say was yes, chef. Like, that's what you say in the kitchen. And I was like, I forgot chefs are fucking megalomaniacs. Like, Mm -hmm. Yeah. No, it's bad. And he's really all up in her space. He's yelling at her a lot, as you said, being like, you can only say yes, chef. At one point, he's like, no, that's not how you need the dough. And he, like, puts his arms around her and shows her how to do it. And then what you mentioned about him being, you have to come smell this thing I'm making. And he's, like, yeah, pushing he's her head in there. Yeah, he's making a banana roux and, like, it's pushing horrible. her face in. It's really hot. It seems horrible. And she's like, I just mm-hmm. need to go to the bathroom. And I'm like, yeah, yeah she's going to cry. But no, yeah. this has all turned her on. And she masturbates in the bathroom. And I was like, mm-hmm. Bernie, no. <laughs> Yeah, this is the thing. So like, I, yeah, and that was kind of what I was alluding to. And I said I wanted to dig into this specifically where throughout that whole scene, she's sweating and seems super uncomfortable. There are a couple different moments where she kind of like shakes it off a little bit where she seems very stressed out and not yeah, it into this. turns out she's horny. Yeah. And so this feels complicated to me where I really thought that this was she spent the whole day being objectified by shitty men. And this to me was the culmination of that of being like, look at this man objectifying you so much. He's pushing your head down into this thing and making you uncomfortable. And then I don't know, is it like, can we read this generously as taking back control of the situation? She is into pace repeat. She doesn't want him to be doing any of this, but maybe she's trying to control the narrative for herself or something i don't know i don't know how to what to make of this so i think the whole episode is framed in a lens of birdie being uncomfortable and anxious and so Mm -hmm. we are primed to see her being like oh she hates this yeah but then when she masturbates in the bathroom it's like oh this was a totally different type of stress the stress of like an inappropriate attraction Mm -hmm. because and I think it's the thing where the way Pace Repeat is acting is totally unacceptable. And if anybody yeah. else did this, Birdie would break their face. But totally. because she's interested in Pace Repeat, he gets a pass. And so I think yeah. it, 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 it's just super complicated. I don't love it. I also, a bold, like, standing up masturbation move in a public bathroom. Like, <laughs> listen, like, this is very sexually adventurous as far as I'm concerned. Um, yes, and noisy. She's being loud. She's, like, screaming. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm really yeah. curious to see what the fallout of this will be. Like, does Pastry Pete hear her? Does she, is she, like, rocked with guilt? Like, I'm very mm-hmm. curious to see what happens next. Yeah, it seems like 
setting up some sort of this has gone from her just being like oh there's chemistry between us to her being like no i'm just in my work bathroom masturbating about this person like it seems like it's setting up quite a change in their dynamic i gotta tell you i can't think of anything that would make me masturbate in a work bathroom (laughs) ever truly so Mm -mm. i guess we'll see yeah yeah we'll see feels complicated it feels very complicated i feel like this episode is where things really become more real for both Tuka and Birdie like we've seen a lot of little things for both of them but Mm -hmm. it it really feels like the stakes have been raised totally yeah and I yeah I just think it's good that we sort of stop down on this being like to be clear paste repeat is being horrible and this is entirely unacceptable and I just think it adds such an interesting complicated layer when it's like but she's into him but also it's still 100% inappropriate She's looking for a consensual workplace relationship. Oh, my God. <laughs> hey, exactly. you get that reference. That's right. Go listen Shout to Mess Magnets, Shout everyone. Magnets. But yeah, that I, th- I think that's it. That's all. Do you have anything else to, to say? <laughs> that's all, man. We didn't get any new comments this week from anyone, but we did get a new patron. So hello to Nicholas. Hi, Nicholas. We love you. Welcome. <laughs> Yes, and just for anyone who is interested, it is the first of the month, so normally we would be shilling extra hard for Patreon, but now you can join literally any time that you hear the sound of our voices, and you will get charged on that day of the month. So if you've yes, been thinking about it. you'll just get charged like every 30 days. So now, yeah. a great time to become a patron, but also any day is a great day mm-hmm. to become a patron over on patreon.com slash bojackhorsepod. Yes, we just did an episode of Chappelle, and it was awesome. It was very fun. Very, very fun. Mm-hmm. And there will be more fun to come now that it's October. We have to think of what we're going to watch this month, which I think should be something spooky. Spooky season. Halloween. Spooky Halloween. Mm-hmm. 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 Options are out there. <laughs> if people want to tweet us suggestions of what we should watch on Patreon, this month, something something spooky, not scary, okay? Yes. Like Important. Beetlejuice, not yes. Halloween. Well, we eat you those know? cookies. <laughs> Listen, I'm ready. I think about that quite often. (laughs) We haven't done it yet, but now that it's October, I feel like it's more appropriate. Mm -hmm. Yes, I'm excited for Um, you. Sounds like a great night. It's going to be fucking awesome. But yes, tweet at us at Bojack Horse Pod with any suggestions for Patreon as well as any questions you have for us or just any general, like someone, I I don't have it in front of me right now. Someone did send us the Rolling Stone list from RB Dub and I deeply appreciated it. Let me confirm who it was. It was from Carolyn, who said, This list is even better now that I've A, heard his interview with you all, and B, read his book at Lindsay's suggestion. Incredible. So thank you for sending that to us. I would have eventually seen it anyways, but you basically made me see it the second it was released (laughs) to the internet. So I appreciate that. Carolyn, always looking out for us. They've always got our back, truly. (laughs) If you'd like to hear more from Lindsay, you can go listen to the podcast of tomorrow, as well as... The post-show recaps coverage of What We Do in the Shadows, as well as Simpsons and an Elk. God, she has so many plugs. Listen, <laughs> a star. And if you'd like to hear more from me, last week I guested on the 90 Day Fiance Happily Ever Ever Rehap Up with Puya, which was very fun. And I guested on the Bachelor in Paradise Rehap Up with Amy filling in for Haley while she was on her honeymoon. So that was also super fun. And mass magnets baby if you want to know about pop culture there's no better place to go um if you want to hear about consensual workplace relationships do you want to hear about men being trash truly go to mass magnets and also you can follow me everywhere at kirsten said what including twitch.tv slash kirsten said what 
We will be back next week to talk about season one, episode six of Two and Birdie, The Open House. See you then. Bye.